Welcome to the podcast for Gateway Baptist Church. You're listening to a message from our Mackenzie campus. Find us at gatewaybaptist.com.au if you'd like to connect with us as we seek to change lives by following Jesus in our community, our nation and our world. Thanks, matey, and thanks, Cherith. And I too just want to say a huge thank you to our team and many volunteers who've worked so hard in the last week to make this a reality, an opportunity for us to gather together as a community and to worship God online. And uh, I just want to say a big welcome to all of you. It's so great to have you with us together in our lounge rooms, uh, worshipping together on Gateway Online. These are extraordinary times and I want to thank you for your willingness to do something a little differently today to ensure that we can still gather together and worship God. I hope wherever you are that you are healthy. I hope that your technology is working and I hope that you're sitting back somewhere in your lounge room comfortable in your PJs, uh, together worshipping God. I hope you're not too comfortable though. I don't want uh, anyone falling asleep while I'm uh, sharing from God's Word this morning. Normally I I can see the snoozers in the pews and I can just kind of raise my voice a little bit and try and wake them out of their snooze. But if that doesn't work. Sometimes I just stare at you for a little while until, you know, everybody knows that I'm staring right at you and sometimes that'll wake you up. But if that doesn't work, normally it's time just to close in prayer and to give up. But I won't see you if you're uh, snoozing today. So I'm going to ask all family members, if you are watching uh, this, uh, participating in this service online with your family today, just get your elbow ready to nudge any snoozers in your family for me. And uh, if you're watching it together as a life group and you're practicing safe social distancing, then get yourself a 1.5 metre stick, you know, or one of these extender arms and just get ready to pinch someone, push someone, you know, just uh, make sure that everyone stays awake in your life group this morning. But more importantly, I, I hope that your heart is ready to receive from God's word this morning. Because I reckon now more than ever, we need to receive the faith and the hope and the love that God speaks to us through his word. If you've been to any Gateway campus this year, you would know that God's word to us for 2020 is presence. God was not calling us to keep going wider in our influence for the gospel in planting more campuses like we've been doing in the last few years and we've been celebrating together. But 2020 was a year where God was calling all campuses to come closer to him, to draw nearer to him. That he was growing a new hunger for his presence in our hearts. And he was calling us to be his presence in the community, to be his presence of hope and of grace and of mercy in our communities. Now you need to understand that as a leadership team, we actually started believing that was God's word for us and praying into that word in June last year. And in June last year, we we had no idea 
that this time would be a time where we would all need to learn some new ways to enjoy the presence of God, that we would need to be reminded of some old ways to know the presence of God wherever we are. And we had no idea back then that now more than ever we would need to be that presence of hope, of grace and of mercy, the very presence of Jesus in our community now more than ever. But God did know. I tell you, I'm so reminded in this season, just in the last few weeks, that our God really is good. He really is kind. He really is wise. He always has a word for us in season that we need to hear. And his word can be trusted. You know, his word has actually lasted the test of time. It's lasted the test of wars. It's lasted the test of famine. It's lasted the test of plagues and disease. And it can still be trusted today. And so it's a great joy for me today to open God's Word in our first ever Gateway online service. I want to finish our present series today with a message that I've titled, There is no time like the present to be the presence of Jesus in our community. And I want to read today from uh, the book of Hebrews in chapter 13. And it's a book that's actually written to some people who were really going through some testing times, changing times, uncertain times, tough times. And some of them had actually given up meeting together as believers altogether. And some of them had actually given up on their faith in Jesus. And the writer of Hebrews is writing to them and he's encouraging them not to give up meeting together, whatever the cost. And whatever you do, do not give up on your faith in Jesus because he truly is our only hope in the world today. So can I encourage you to open your Bible right now? It will come up on the screen in front of you. Hebrews chapter 13. I'll start at verse 15. And it says, Through Jesus... Therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority, because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy and not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. And pray for us, and do not give up praying. You know, the, the writers of Hebrews says there's no time like the present to praise Jesus, because there's no time like the present to be the presence of Jesus in our community. Verse 15 says, through Jesus, let us continually, not, not occasionally, not conveniently, not irregularly, continually, continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. And some would say that this is a strange time to praise God. I mean, how do you praise God when you've only got two squares left? And 
and number two has just gone down. You know, how do you praise God when Netflix has gone down and all you've got left to watch in isolation is married at first sight? I mean, how do you praise God when uh, you've got an itchy nose and you're not allowed to touch your nose with your hand because you've just used your last two squares and there is no sanitizer anywhere in your postcode? And how do you possibly praise God when you can't hug your favourite pastor? I'm telling you, I've been practising for COVID-19 for 47 years. I've been successfully trying to keep a 1.5 metre distance. But seriously, how do you praise God when your job's on the line? How, How do you praise God when your health is under attack? How do you praise God when you're isolated from loved ones that you really don't want to be isolated from? It's in these times that we actually bring a sacrifice of praise to the one who made the ultimate sacrifice so that we could know the presence of God always. You see, we're just starting to feel a little bit of the pain of isolation and separation from loved ones. You need to understand that God feels that pain. You know, God has has felt the pain of being separated and isolated from his children who chose sin and selfishness over him. And he knew that the trajectory of our sin and selfishness was actually eternal separation from him. You know, that caused God such great pain and his love for you and I was so great that he actually sent his one and only son to be a sacrifice for your sin and for my sin so so that we could actually come into the presence of God. That as Jesus died on that cross, he put to death what once separated you and I from the very presence of God so that we'd never have to know that separation again. Jesus himself was separated from his Father so that we'd never know that separation again. And there's nothing... There's nothing in this changing and uncertain world that will ever be able to separate you from the love of God. You know, social isolation can't isolate you from God's love. Sickness will never be able to separate you from the love of God. There is no disease that that, that will ever overcome you that will ever be able to separate you from the love of God. You know, Romans 8 verse 28 says, I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will ever be able to separate you from the love of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Can someone somewhere just say an amen and a thank you, Jesus? You see, since the love of God is with us all the time. And God is actually working all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. There's actually no time 
that's a strange time to praise God. He's always worthy of our praise. And so the scripture says, therefore, let us continually offer a sacrifice of praise. And sometimes praise, it actually will start as a sacrifice. But whenever we choose to praise, God actually chooses to pour out blessing upon us. Praise ushers you into the presence of God. And the perfect love of God, you know, casts out all fear. Praise changes the perspective of your problems. You know, when we praise, you know, God is magnified. We see how big God is and we, we begin to see, you know, how, how small our problems are in comparison. You know, praise destroys the enemy that wants to steal your joy. There's an enemy out there who's right now is trying to steal your joy. But as we praise him, he fills, God fills our heart with joy. If we give praise to him, he gives us joy and the joy of the Lord is our strength. And our praise is a witness to the world that Jesus is alive today. You know, we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a people belonging to God, that we would declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness and into his light. Can I encourage you in this season? When you start to panic, choose to praise. When you actually start getting a little bit overwhelmed with worry, use it as a trigger to choose to lift up praise and worship to God. Praise is not just, you know, singing, and it's not just for Sundays. You know, I've loved, as many of you would have, just seeing, you know, people in isolation in Italy leaning out their, their balconies and singing praises to God all through the week. I, I personally love to praise God in isolation, not by singing, but by just speaking out praises to God, walking through the bush. I don't sing because even the birds would get scared when they hear my singing voice. But praise is powerful, people. Praise ushers us into the presence of God. And I reckon there's no time like the present to praise Jesus because there's no time like the present to actually be the presence of Jesus in our community. I really want to encourage you to download our presence playlist off, uh, off our website. Just spend, just spend five, ten minutes every morning just listening to a couple of songs, singing along with it if your family will put up with it, and just allowing praise to actually fill your heart with joy. There's no time. There's no time like the present to praise Jesus. And there's no time like the present to profess the name of Jesus. Verse 15 goes on to say, the fruit of our lips that openly profess his name. Openly profess his name. Not, not hide his name, not hold back on sharing his name, you know, not hush-hush about professing his name, but openly profess his name. You know, some too would say that this is a strange time to profess the name of Jesus. There's many people in our community that would say God is irrelevant. 
or God is uncaring or, or God is unable to help us in our time of need. But I want to remind you this morning that, that we have a God who, who is not immune. He has not separated himself from human suffering. We actually have a God who chose to, to put on a physical body and come to earth and to suffer. He knows. He knows what it's like to, to, to suffer physical pain, emotional pain, relational pain. Now, Jesus Christ, the, the only Son of God, knows what it's like to suffer physical pain. He was wounded for your transgression. He, he was bruised for my sins. You know, Jesus knows what it's like to suffer emotional pain. You know, on the night before he was crucified, it says he was in such anguish as he prayed, it was like drops of blood, you know, coming out of his forehead and hitting the ground. You know, he knows what it's like to experience relational isolation and pain. In his very last breath, he looks up to his father and he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You see, we have a, a God who is not unable to empathise with our weaknesses, with, with our suffering. He's actually put on a physical body and he's become like us and he knows what it feels like to suffer. But the really good news of Jesus is that when his suffering body, his dead body was placed in a tomb, Three days later, he overcame sin and death. He defeated the grave. Death could not hold him down. He rose from the dead and he's alive today and forevermore. And he understands our weakness and he has power, you know, to save us from sin and selfishness and to give us new life. Let me just read a couple of verses from earlier in Hebrews in chapter 4. It says, Therefore, since we have such a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith that we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathise with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Listen to this. Take hold of this, people. Let us then approach the God's throne, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. You see, we have a God who understands our weakness and our suffering. We have a God who is risen from the dead and he has ascended to heaven and he has new life to give us and we have a God who always offers to help us in our time of need. I tell you, there's a lot of well-known names in the world right now that give us some help in our time of need. The name of Netflix is well-known around the world and it might help with our boredom when we're in isolation. The name of Ronald McDonald is known all over the world and he might help fill our empty stomachs when the shelves are empty and his food might kill any virus that enters our body. 
and the name of Mark Zuckerberg might actually help us stay connected in this time. But there is a name that's more famous than any other name. There's a name that's actually more powerful than any other name. There is a name that is above any other name and it's the name of Jesus because the name of Jesus is the only name that can save you from selfishness and sin. It's the only name that can set you free from fear. It's the only name that will save us in our time of need and give us grace and mercy. The name of Jesus is good news of great joy for all people. And now is the time to profess his name and to spread it contagiously around our world. You see, the only reason that the good news of Jesus has changed your heart is because someone at some other tough time in history actually decided not to hold on to the good news of Jesus for themselves, but to share it generously with others. They spoke his name with their lips to someone else, and somebody else received that same salvation in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, church, now is the time to profess the name of Jesus. Now is the time for the name of Jesus to go viral. Now is the time for the name of Jesus to be contagious around the world, passed on from person to person. The fruit of our lips that profess his name. There's a lot of ways we can profess the name of Jesus. Share your story with someone. Sit down and pray with someone at a sensible distance. You know, take the time to actually listen to what someone else's need is and just speak, you know, God's word of hope and life over them. Send someone a book that, that, that's helped you get to know Jesus. You know, send someone a link to a message that, that's helped you understand who Jesus is. Invite everyone you know to be part of our Gateway Online Church over the next few weeks. Church, now is the time. There is no time like the present to profess the name of Jesus because there's no time like the present to be the presence of Jesus in our community. Now Hebrews 13 goes on to say, do not forget to do good works and to share with others for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Now there's no time like the present to provide for those in need, but by sharing with others. And some would say that this is a strange time to share with others. All around us, we're seeing panic buying and storing, storing up through fear. And fear is, is like a, a powerful virus that is actually can be contagious if we're not careful. You know, I, I realised that, that fear had just got a little hold on my heart just in the last week. You know, just in the, in the last week, it was the first time I'd say in, in over 20 years that I hesitated in giving my offering to God. 
You know, Susan and I, since we've been married for 26 years, have been giving a tithe, the first 10% of our income to God, the work of God in, in the church. And I normally don't bat an eyelid. I love giving because God has been so generous to us. He's blessed us so much. He's, he's provided for us. But just in the last week, as I was going to give my offering, I hesitated for a moment. And I wondered whether now is a better time to actually hold on to what God has given us and store it up out of fear rather than giving back to God what is rightfully his. And I realised that I, I don't have a, you know, a coronavirus, but I'd started to get infected with the virus of fear. I just want to encourage you, church, that God is faithful and we can continue to, to, to give generously and faithfully. Some of us may have a little less to be generous with in the time to come. But generosity, biblically, is not about the number or the amount. But biblical generosity is about giving proportionately. It's about giving sacrificially. It's about giving regularly, joyfully, cheerfully and faithfully. And I really believe that we can trust that God will be faithful in this season. You know, we've seen far too much storing up for ourselves through fear in the last few weeks. You know, we've seen, you know, far too much of this, you know, piling up and stuffing our trolleys with fear and holding onto it so that nobody else can get it because we've got to store up for ourselves. You know, I was in the shops just the other night. I wanted to buy some steak and some sausages for our family. I went into the red meat section and I could not find anything. The only thing I found in the red meat section was a cow's tongue. I, I've never bought a cow's tongue before. I've never eaten a cow's tongue before. But I'm standing there, I'm thinking, man, I've got to feed my family. And so I bought not one, but three cow's tongues. Mate, I am loaded up with cow's tongue if we get locked down. And church, I'm just happy to say I will share with anyone who runs out of cow's tongue. I've... Uh, also decided I'm happy to share, I found these meatless sausages made by plants. I'm very happy to share these with anyone who likes them. I, I'd actually rather eat toilet paper than eat these things. They're disgusting. And I'm actually going to be praying for all of you vegans every day because this is a sad life, people. But church, what would it be like if... We were a people who actually chose not to store up for ourselves out of fear. But we actually decided in this season to be a church that would give generously and share with others in need. You know, for many, many years, we've known as a church that it's always a good time to share with those in need. For many years on Thanksgiving Day, we've been bringing red bags full of food to give away to people in need in our community. We're just going to start a little bit earlier in 2020. 
I, I want to encourage you this year. It doesn't have to be a red bag, but fill a bag full of food. Bring it to one of our campuses and you'll find out online in a little while just where and when you can bring these bags. And, and we're going to share with those in need in our community. We're going to get in touch with the elderly and the vulnerable in our church community and we're going to see if they need a bag of groceries left on their doorstep and uh, we're going to stock up our care centre so people from our community can come in and they can be blessed and get what they need in their time of need. I tell you, church, there's no better time to actually provide for those in need by sharing what God has given us. Because there's no better time to be the presence of Jesus in our community than this present time we're in right now. I'd get rid of that one. Hey, lastly, church, can I say there's no time like the present to pray for our leaders. Let me just read those last couple of verses in Hebrews again. It says, Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority, because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. Pray for us and don't give up praying. You know, if you, uh, if you spend much time on social media, you see, you'll see that our political leaders just constantly are copying a hammering at the moment. And I, I just in the last week or two, I've, I've felt the weight of making some decisions for our church community. I've sat around a table with the people God's put around my table and tried to work out what's the wisest and the best thing to do at this time. I, I'm, I'm just leading a local church, which I love. I can't imagine the weight of people that are, that are carrying, you know, the burden of leading our nation, the decisions that they have to make in this season that are impacting so many lives. You know, I, I love leading this church. You've heard me say that many times. I find great joy in leading this church because you do what the verses in this scripture say. You cheer me on. You, you encourage me. You get behind the vision that, that God you know, gives us as a church. And more importantly, this is so important to my family and the families of all our ministry team right now. You constantly pray for us and I'm so thankful for that. But I reckon this is the time for the church to make leading this nation a joy and not more of a burden than what it already is. What, what if we actually did this for the leaders of our nation, that we chose to encourage them, to build them up and to pray for them in this really tough season? Now is the time. This present time is the time to be the presence of Jesus in our community. And there's no better time than the present to pray for our leaders. I'm going to pray for the leaders of our nation in just a moment, but before I do that, I, I want to pray for you. If today you'd say, yeah, I agree with that. If you'd say, I agree, 
there's no time. There's no time like the present to actually be the presence of Jesus in our community. And today you'd say, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I want to praise the name of Jesus. I want to profess his name openly. I, I want to share and provide for those in need. And I'm committing to pray for our leaders and to make their job more of a joy than a burden. If you'd say today, I'm in. You can count on me. I want to be part of that. You know, I want to be part of in this time being the presence of God, the presence of Jesus in our community. If that's you, can I just encourage you, just, just raise your hand and say, I'm in. Just raise your hand wherever you are, whatever lounge room you're sitting in, whatever park bench you're sitting on, wherever you are, as you join us for Gateway Online, just raise your hand just as an act of faith because I'd love to pray for you right now. God, you, you see all those hands just raised in faith right now, right across our church, spread across our city and even around the world. And God, right now, God, I, I just pray that you would fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit. God, that you would fill us with power, that we would be a people in this present time that would be the presence of Jesus in our community. We would be a people who would praise your name and let the world know that you're alive. We'd be a people that would profess your name and help others know the same salvation from sin that we know. We, we would be a people that would provide for those in need and share what you've given us. And God, would you give us a heart of generosity? Would you help us to be generous in this time? And God, would you help us to be a people that just remembers, constantly reminded to pray for our leaders and to lift them up and to bless them. And right now, God, I do pray for our leaders. God, I pray a blessing over the leaders of our nation and our state. God, I, I pray that you would give them wisdom and strength, that, God, you would comfort them, God, that they would turn to you and they would hear your voice in this season and they would make wise decisions that would spare life and suffering. And, God, I pray for those right around the world right now that are sick and that are suffering. God, I pray that they would know your presence with them. They'd know your healing presence. They'd know your presence of comfort and peace. I pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Hey, hey today, if, just as we finish, if you're being uh, part of Gateway Online, but you'd say right now that you actually don't know the presence of God with you because you don't know Jesus Christ personally as your Lord and Saviour. And you'd like to know the presence of God, just like I've talked about today. You'd like to know that God is with you. You'd like to know his comfort and his peace. Can I encourage you? You can know that today. You see, what Jesus came to do on earth, to die on the cross, to, to take away your sins, perfect son of God. He actually died, you know, to take away your sin, to take your place, the punishment for sin that you deserved. He took it for you on that cross. And all you need to do today is say, thank you, I receive it. And he rose from the dead on the third day. He is alive today and he wants to give you new life today. If you'll just open your arms and open your heart and just receive 
the love and the grace and the power that he wants to give you. It can be yours today. I'd love to pray with you. If you're sitting there today and you're going, I don't know the presence of God, but I'd like to, and I'm ready to receive Jesus. Can I encourage you right now? There's a button on the screen. You can just push that button and say, that's what I want to do today. That's the decision that I'm making right now. Push that button so that we can get in contact with you in the days to come. But right now, push that button and then close your eyes and pray with me. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. I just want you to pray just the quietness of your own heart, wherever you are today. Father God, thank you for loving me. I'm sorry for the way that I've sinned against you. Thank you for sending your son as a sacrifice for my sins. And today I put my faith in Jesus as Lord and Saviour. And I choose to follow him from this day forward. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, wherever you are today, can you just put your hands together, join with all of heaven in celebrating people as they're putting their faith in Jesus. And if that's you today, please just push that button. Let us know that you did that. We'd love to be in touch with you during the week, help you grow in your relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ. Hey, we're going to finish our first Gateway Online service today by praising the name of Jesus. What a beautiful name the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus who overcame sin and death, who rose again and gives us new life today. Come on, let's just lift our voices if you feel comfortable in your lounge room today and praise the name of Jesus.
just sing out the name of Jesus, declare who he is and declare his victory. Just lift up the name of Jesus together. Come on, let's put your hands together. Thank Jesus for what he's done for us. What a beautiful name. What, what a beautiful name is the name of Jesus. And I, I pray that you've been blessed today as you've joined together with us in all our campuses all over the world in lifting up the name of Jesus, our first ever Gateway Online service. So I really want to encourage you to join us again next week. We're starting a new series next week. And uh, guess what it's called? Ready for it? Joy. We're going to be preaching and sharing about joy. Uh, it sounds crazy, but 
we're going to go through the book of Philippians. And, and it's a book that was written by Paul under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit at a time when he was in forced social isolation, living under house arrest in Rome. And he wasn't able to be with the people that he loved being with. He wasn't able to preach the gospel in the same way that he loved preaching the gospel. But he knew the joy of Jesus with him. He knew the joy of the Lord that gave him strength. And he found incredible joy in partnering with others in the gospel. He found incredible joy in serving Jesus. He found an incredible joy in simply knowing the very presence of Jesus with him. Really want to encourage you, be reading the book of Philippians, only four chapters long, over the next uh, few weeks and join with us every week at Gateway Online and in your life groups and uh, we're going to, I'm believing that God is going to release new levels of joy in our church and we're going to need it in this season. Hey, love you to uh, right now just uh, go to Facebook Live and uh, hear a message from our campus pastors. They'll tell you more about where we can take those red bags to bless our community in this season and a bunch of other things that are happening. So please stay connected to your campus through Facebook Live and be back here next Sunday, 8.10.6 for uh, our gateway online worship service be blessed i'll be praying for you all this week we hope you've been blessed by this message we are a growing family and we'd love to see you at one of our sunday services because everyone who comes through those doors is welcome you can find out more about our community and locations at gatewaybaptist.com.au 